Chapter 7 of Concerning Grace and Free Will by St. Bernard of Clairvaux, translated by Watkin Williams. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Whether the first man in paradise was endowed with this threefold freedom, and how far his endowment was lost by sin. It is now the place to consider a question which we have so far deferred, namely, whether the first man possessed in paradise those three kinds of freedom of which we have spoken, that is to say, freedom of choice, of counsel, and of pleasure, or, in other words, freedom from necessity, from sin, and from misery, in all their fullness, or but two of them, or only one. And indeed concerning the first of these, there is now no question if we remember how plainly higher reason hath taught us that it is equally the possession of the righteous and of sinners. Concerning the remaining two, it may not improperly be asked whether Adam ever possessed either both, or so much as one of them. For if he possessed neither of them at all, what is it that he lost? Freedom of choice, at any rate, he always preserved intact both before and after his sin. If he lost nothing, in what did he suffer by being cast out of paradise? But if he lost either one of them, how did he lose it? What is certain is that from the time that he sinned, thenceforward, so long as he remained in the flesh, he was free neither from sin nor from misery. But again, he could in no measure have lost either of these freedoms when he had once received it, Otherwise, he cannot be proved to have possessed in their perfection either wisdom or power, as we have above defined them, for he would have been able both to will what he ought not to have willed, and to receive what he was not willing to receive. Or should it rather be said that, in a certain measure, he possessed wisdom and power, but that, because he did not possess them in their fullness, he was able to lose them? for indeed each of these hath two degrees a higher and a lower the higher degree of freedom of counsel is not to be able to sin the lower degree is to be able not to sin so also the higher degree of freedom of pleasure is not to be able to be disturbed the lower degree is to be able not to be disturbed accordingly the first man received at his creation the lower degrees of both kinds of freedom together with full freedom of choice and when he fell into sin lost the two former but he fell from the state of being able not to sin into that of not being able not to sin having wholly lost freedom of counsel so too did man fall from the state of being able not to be disturbed into that of not being able not to be disturbed having wholly lost freedom of pleasure there remained to him only freedom of choice and that subject to punishment in that by its means he lost the other kinds of freedom but it he could not lose having indeed by his own will become the servant of sin deservedly he lost freedom of counsel further having by reason of sin become liable to pay the penalty of death how was he any longer able to keep possession of freedom of pleasure of the three kinds of freedom, therefore, which he had received, Adam, by the abuse of that which is called freedom of choice, deprived himself of the rest. But he abused it by the fact that, when he had received it for his glory, he made of it his disgrace, according to the testimony of the scripture which saith, Man, when he was in honour, had no understanding. He was compared unto the foolish beasts, and became like unto them. 
to man alone amongst living creatures was it given on account of his prerogative of free choice to be able to sin but it was given to him not in order that he should accordingly sin but in order that if he did not sin when he was able to have sinned he might appear more glorious for what could have redounded more to his glory than if it could have been said of him as the scripture runneth who is he and we will praise him why is he thus praiseworthy for wondrous things he did while he lived what things who was able to transgress it saith yet did he not transgress to do evil yet did he not do evil this honour then he preserved so long as he did not sin when he sinned he lost it but he sinned because he was free to sin nor was he free otherwise than by virtue of freedom of choice whence it was indeed that he had in him the possibility of sinning yet it was not the fault of him who gave him free choice but of himself who abused it in that plainly he converted to the use of sinning the faculty which he had received for the glory of not sinning for although he sinned by means of the power which he received he did not sin because he possessed the power to do so but because he willed to do so for when the devil and his angels sinned the rest also of the angels did not sin not because they were not able to sin but because they did not will to sin man's fall when he sinned is to be ascribed therefore not to the gift of the power to sin but to the fault of the will nevertheless though he fell by an act of will he hath it not equally in his power by an act of will to rise again free from sin because although there was given to the will the power so to stand that it should not fall there was not given it the power to rise again if it fell for not so easy is it to get out of a pit as it is to fall into it by an act of will alone man fell into the pit of sin but no act of will is sufficient to enable him to rise again seeing that now even if he so will he is not able not to sin End of chapter seven